What's the stickiest thing you've done Getting sticky with Mickey. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Sticky with Mickey. I am your host, Mickey Kennedy. If this is the first time that you're hearing my voice on a podcast, please make sure to pause this shit and go back to episode one because that's where it all starts. I feel like I might be going back and forth between episodes and referencing um, previous episodes in future ones as well. So it just makes more sense if you're kind of here from the beginning, you kind of follow along with the story and also just fucking do it because I said so, please and thank you. Um... But not going to lie, I was extremely overwhelmed with the amount of positive feedback that I got on my first episode. It was extremely nerve-wracking to be releasing that in the first place. Like I said, I almost didn't even do it. I am extremely fucking happy that I did because people apparently want to hear more. And that's why I hadn't really gone forward and planned a second episode because I was like, what if I'm just wasting my fucking time? But I feel like I'm not. And I got a lot of positive feedback from friends, family, um, people I expected it from, obviously, and a lot of people that I did not expect to even listen to it. Um, But the one that really stood out to me of all of my reach outs was one that kind of shocked me. And it was actually the girl that had done a majority of the bullying of me with of of me yeah with of me yeah <laughs> that's weird of me throughout high school and her response was not what I don't think any of us would have expected she said amazed with your first episode way to go can't wait to hear more congrats dude and I first read this, and not gonna lie, I was pretty drunk. I had been having a few drinks with my boyfriend because I was celebrating my first podcast episode. I was really stoked, and my first initial thought to respond was, fuck you, you stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> but I didn't. I realized it's not who I am anymore, and so I just replied with, thank you. I hope you know it was about you. <laughs> and um, she wrote back, oh. And I kind of went into some detail and explained a little further more, even though I felt like I shouldn't really have to be doing that. And she just went off about how horrible it was because she doesn't even remember that. And she's just terribly sorry. And she reflected on her past and how she was a horrible person back then and how she's so sorry and blah, 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 blah. We didn't have a bit of a conversation. It wasn't, like I said, I don't have a grudge, but I'm also not looking to be this person's friend. Like, I I think it's fucking pretty funny I don't I don't want to say if funny is the right word but I said in the first episode that one day the people that bullied you will be listening to your podcast or whatever the fuck you decided to go forward with in your life and I can't write that shit like I am 150% correct on that like she literally reached out and told me how amazed she was by it but that wasn't the point of me bringing this up the point of me bringing this up is that this just goes to show that you do not know the impact of what your actions and your words can have on another person's life. Like, this is something that happened, yes, 10, 11 years ago. Like I said, for the most part, over it. 
But I still brought this back up 10 years later. I still think about this sometimes. It is still something that I had to live through and push through. And it's a, it's a past. It's a past demon of mine. And it's something that helped me develop into the person I am today. Yes. But she doesn't even fucking remember it. Like if I wasn't, if I didn't make this podcast, she would have never known that this is something that happened. Well, it makes no sense that she wouldn't have known that because she did it. But like, you know, like she doesn't even realize that like her words and her actions have been something that have been in the back of my mind for the past little bit, or it was at least. And I just want to quickly, I don't want to drag this on for too long. I don't really want to talk about that story anymore, but I just wanted to bring this up. Like, you do not fucking know the impact that you have on somebody else's life and your words. And like, that was a negative impact that she had, but it became positive. And honestly, like, just going forward, she kind of told me how this is going to change her life and how she's going to be so much better from it. And I'm really fucking happy I started with that story because I feel like, it was the correct move. Like, I almost started with, like, the craziest fucking thing I have ever done. And then I started with this and that. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to start with, like, kind of a sad story. It's not, like, really what anyone expected, I don't think, from me, especially people that are in my everyday circle. And I kind of felt like I needed to just expand and come out of my comfort zone and make myself vulnerable because now I'm feeling really comfortable on this podcast and now I feel like anything else that I say going forward is not something like I'm hoping eventually I will obviously come across things that can help I'm just a fucking this is my fucking therapy you guys are gonna be my fucking therapist like I know I should probably be going to therapy most of us probably fucking should but I'm not it's fucking expensive and I'm broke as shit right now so hence the podcast support support um but no like yeah anyways I'm gonna end it there all I wanted to say is you never have the know the impact you fucking have so just fucking be nice to people fucking make someone's day tell them they're beautiful buy somebody a fucking coffee behind you at Starbucks tell someone you like the way their dog looks I don't fucking know whatever the fuck you can think of I'm sure like one small thing you can say or do can change someone's fucking life I was having the worst fucking day a few weeks ago literally the worst day got to Starbucks and the person in front of me had bought my drink. And I was like, wow, that's very fucking nice. Why am I so bitter? Why am I being such a fucking bitch today for no reason? This nice random person must have seen my snarky little bitch face behind in their, in their drive through And we're like, you know what? I'm going to buy that chick a coffee. Maybe she'll cheer the fuck up. And it did work. So whoever you were, thank you very much for that. But yeah. I just wanted to fucking go on here and say that quickly. It's definitely not something that I want to keep talking about and I'm going to move it forward and fucking end that here. But yeah, just fucking be nice. Okay. Anyways, moving on to the next episode, moving into it. I'm not really, again, sure how to do transitions of what to talk about. I'm not really sure what to talk about. I'm not too sure what you want to fucking hear. So Again, this is just me going off on a whim and telling a story I feel like telling. And if anyone has any feedback on what they want to hear going forward, if they want me to have guests, I'm planning on doing that. But like, who do you want to hear from? And do you have questions for me? Do you want me to answer questions every single episode? Do you want 
me to do a segment of like would you rathers like i don't fucking know i would just like any feedback you guys would like to know i'm gonna post it on my instagram mickey kennedy m-i-c-k-i-k-e-n-n-e-d-y make sure you are following me on there for weekly episode updates as well as getting sticky with mickey on instagram as well sticky with an i um I'll be doing all my updates on there for you guys and also um, going on there to have DM requests or people asking me anything. So if there's anything you want to fucking hear or know about me um, or just anything you want on this podcast, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I know that 317 people listen to it. So there has to be at least 150 opinions of you 317 i will accept that there's going to be a few silent listeners and that is a-o-fucking-k but anyways moving on i am no longer fucking homeless guys i am sitting in my bedroom right now on my bed with no bed frame because i sold my entire life before i moved out here and you know what it wasn't the greatest decision because now i'm sitting here on the fucking floor with boxes and boxes and nowhere to put any of my stuff because I got rid of all my fucking furniture and oh and guess what Vancouver is expensive I don't know if anyone knew that you all did I did too but yeah I am broke as motherfucking shit right now so last thing I'm buying is a headboard and a bed frame just so I can get fucking broken (laughs) just kidding but anyways moving forward I am no longer homeless I'm living out of my aunts I am now living on a place on a place in a place with Chelsea She is here, she is broken, but she is here, and we are figuring the fuck out. I am exhausted, I am tired, but I told you guys that I was going to release an episode this week, and so I am doing it. And I'm recording it once, so if it sucks, I'm so fucking sorry, but this is what you get. Bear with me. Hopefully next week I'm less tired and it's a little bit better. Anyways, moving forward, it was just spring fucking break, and... What a more perfect time than for me to tell one of my favorite stories. It was during spring break, in case nobody got that. All right. So, mom, dad, I'm fucking sorry, because you, you're going to re- be like, oh, oh, I, oh, oh, because I lied to you a lot during this one. <laughs> But let's just remember the entire time that I'm here and I'm able to tell the story. So, like, it's not as bad as it... Okay. Anyways, let's fucking jump into this shit. So, when I was in grade 12, spring break 2012, um, my parents took me and my friend to California. And this wasn't out of the ordinary. I would go there almost every spring break since as long as I could remember. My grandparents lived down there in a place called Desert Hot Springs. It is outside of Palm Springs. It is pretty fucking much meth capital. Like it, mm, it's, there's not much. There's really not much there. They live on a country club. So Actually, I should say lived. They actually both passed away last year in 2020. RIP to Grandma K and Grandpa K. I love you guys so much. Wish you were here to listen to this. But in honor of you as well, I guess I'll tell a little story from the DHS house, Desert Hot Springs. So, like I said, it was some, nope, spring 2012. 
I was venturing off with my friend Cassie and my parents down to California. We took my parents' car at the time, which was a Lincoln Continental. Um, that will be more... That will make more sense why I brought this up later on in the story, but it's pretty much a fucking boat. It's an eight-cylinder car. Who the fuck needs an eight-cylinder car? Like, let's be fucking serious. That thing is insane. Can't even tow anything. It's just this huge boat. Glug, glug, glug down the fucking highway, I feel like. So, anyways, we're hopping this thing. We're driving down to California. And just to start the trip off, I was like, let's get baked. So, and at the time, I don't think I, my parents knew I smoked weed. They might have known, but it was like, I, I still thought that I was being secretive. Um, so I rolled two joints and I smoked one with my friend before we left to go down. We drove to California. So we took the I-5 all the way down. We would go through a Soyuz. And I'm like, okay, hey, Cassie, like my parents stop at their friend's house in a Soyuz every time that we go to California so I'm gonna save this other doobie and when we get to his house we're gonna sneak out of the car and go behind the garage and we're gonna smoke it so we can be so stoned and sleep all the way to California I'm talking like a 20 hour trip like one doobie is not gonna make me pass out for 20 hours but like wishful thinking all right so we pass out in the car after the first joint and we get to the borderline. And don't get me wrong, we weren't actually at the border. We were like still, we're at the point of no return, but like we weren't in any like federal border patrol yet. We were just like creeping up to it. Like you can't really turn out or turn back in, but like anyways, and I remember waking up and being like, where, the, where, where are we? And my mom's like, oh, just about the border. And I'm like, oh, dope, sick. I look in my pocket. I still have this fucking joint. I'm like, did we not stop at Bud's? And they're like, oh, no, he we did. He wasn't home. And I'm like, oh, great, awesome. Mm, what in the fuck? Am I about to take me and my entire family down for having a joint in my pocket? I'm like, fuck to the fuck no. So I'm like, mom, you got any water up there? She's like, yeah, I got some water. I'm like, oh, can I have some? I'm so parched. She's like, sure. Hands me the water. I fold the joint in half. I put it on my tongue and I swallow it whole because what the fuck else was I supposed to fucking do? That was just a little part of the story that wasn't really that relevant to the rest of it. But just to show that this, the vacation was off to quite the fucking adventure. So get to California. We're so excited. But there's one thing I kind of forgot. My grandparents' house is boring as shit. There, there's nothing to do. There's a pool. It's beautiful. It's like a beautiful like community pool. There's an 18-hole golf course. And there's a tennis shit, which is fun. But at the time, now I love it. I love going there. I enjoy relaxing. I enjoy hanging out. Maybe hit some balls on the golf course. Maybe hit some balls at the pool. That sounds wrong. I meant like the tennis court, not the pool. Anyways, but we were 17-year-old girls. We were in our senior year of high school, and all we wanted to do was get fucking drunk. We didn't care about the golf course. We didn't care about the fucking restaurant. We didn't care about the tanning. We liked it after the first week, but after the first week, I remember we were just laying there. The highlight of our day was going home and making a fucking sandwich. 
and it was like is this 17 is this really 17 like this is how we're spending our spring break like St. Patrick's Day is in a couple of days, and last St. Patrick's Day, we were fucking mollied out, fucking running around Rutland, having the best time of our lives, and you know what? Even though it's sunny here and snowing there, kind of wish I was in Kelowna right now. Kind of wish I was there. And so, we just were bored. We were so fucking bored. And St. Patrick's Day comes around, and... I remember we're like, well, another day of not getting drunk. I think we had gone into my grandparents' cabinet and like looked for liquor because they loved they were booze hounds. But like at the time we weren't red wine fans. So like that wasn't wasn't an option, even though like, yeah, no, it wasn't an option. But we found a bottle of tequila. I remember above the stove or something like that. And it was like half water. Like my cousins clearly have had the same idea as me in the past, like but they just just don't just take the evidence don't even leave water just fucking get rid of it they wouldn't even know but anyways st patrick's day rolls around and i remember we woke up and we're like what should we do today and we got fully fucking ready like we were going to go see a movie we were going to see 21 jump street it had just come out we were fucking pumped we were like let's go so i'm like mom can i borrow your car i'd love to go into palm springs to go watch a movie and she's like, yeah, sure, no worries. So we get, I don't know why we got fully ready, probably because it was our first time leaving the house and we were 17 and insecure and like cared what everyone thought about us. So, and also we were hoping that we were going to somehow get drunk. So we get in the car, we drive down to Palm Springs, go to the old cathedral city and go and see a movie. 21 Jump Street, hilarious, good movie, still love it to this day. Get out, it's about 3.30 p.m., matinee's over. Get in the car and we're like, all right, back to the motherfucking badlands, like fuck our lives, which sounds so horrible because like it's actually a beautiful, beautiful place. But like I said, like it's just like the hills are just like desert. Like you look up there, it's breaking fucking bad. Like is Jesse Pinkman up there cooking meth? Like most likely, most fucking likely. So we're driving back from the movie and we're going like I'm pretty sure I was going like under the speed limit because I was like I don't want to go back like I don't want to fucking go back and so I remember we got to the fucking sorry we were driving on the highway and I looked to the left of me and there's this car full of five guys and they are waving their hands they're like wait what are you doing what are you doing so i roll down the window and they're like what the fuck is up what are you guys doing right now and we're like nothing nothing at all and they're like you want to get drunk and we're like yes yes we fucking do so they're like okay follow us we're like okay sounds like a great fucking idea five guys two chicks are in the car we don't know them we're just 17 years old all right let's fucking do it we didn't give a fuck at this point we were running they could have been like murderers and kidnappers and said like we are going to kill you on like a sign we probably would have been like but do you have alcohol like can we get drunk first like it was so bad so fucking stupid i am not condoning anyone to ever 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 do any of the shit that I have done because it's stupid. It is fucking stupid, but it's fun also. Just saying. 
So anyways, so we follow these guys in the car. And we end up at a parkade. I know this story is just getting great. So we end up at a parkade. And I remember on the drive there, we were talking to each other. And we we're like, okay, how old are we? Because like these guys are clearly a little bit older. They're in their 20s, it looked like. And we're 17. But we're not fucking missing out on this opportunity to get drunk. Are you fucking kidding me? So... <laughs> We decided that we were going to be 20 years old because if we were 21, we would have to be able to legally be getting drunk and we had no ID on us. We left our IDs back at the house because at the time, I'm pretty sure you only needed your ID to get across the border if you were driving. You didn't have to have an actual passport and I wasn't risking losing it. So we decided we were 20 and like I was kind of happy I was 20 because I had been 19 for a long time in Canada with my fake ID. I had been 19 for already a couple years at this point and I was ready to be 20. I was ready to turn, to turn a little bit older. And <laughs> we also weren't having any intentions of like hooking up with these guys. Like we literally just wanted to get drunk. So we were like, okay, hey, this isn't creepy if we say we're 20. Like we're not going to try and like catfish them into like sleeping with us. And then they're now they're like fucking old and like it's gross. Like no, like we just wanted to get drunk. We just wanted to have a good time. So we follow them. We meet them. We go to the parkade. We follow them to a restaurant now. And on the walk to the restaurant, we're having small talk and they mentioned that they are Marines for the U.S. Army. And we're like, OK, these guys are going to serve and protect the United States of America. They can't be that bad, right? Yeah, they got to be good guys. So and they were sorry, I should I should I should stop saying that because it sounds like I'm going to make this story negative. Like they actually were fucking awesome. But so we get to this restaurant, it's a little Irish bar and it's St. Patrick's Day and we the guys all order a round of drinks and I remember we were like, fuck, we're going to have to like sip their drinks in order to get drunk and like sneak away in the bathroom and like do this and that in order to like get drunk and we're like, fuck, but the server didn't ID any of the guys. So we sh took our shot and she didn't ID us either. So we were like, fucking God wants us to get drunk right now. Like, this isn't even like we're being stupid at this point. At this point, it's like, this is what you're supposed to fucking be doing, girls. And we're like, got it. Let's fucking go. So we get hammered. We're wasted. And then I clue in. I have my mom's fucking vehicle and she's probably going to be wondering where I am with her car pretty soon. And then my phone rings and I'm being like, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm wasted. I can't drive her car anywhere. Shouldn't be driving her car. One of the guys that was the Marine actually was sober. He doesn't drink. So I was like, perfect. You can drive my mom's car. Where the fuck was he going to drive her car home? Hey, it's my new friend. Like, what the fuck? So... We ended up figuring out a plan that we were going to go back to their house and get drunk with them at the house and take my mom's car. And so now all I needed was an excuse to be staying in Palm Springs. And I had a friend that was living, sorry, staying, visiting with their family in Palm Springs. And his name was Drew. And I actually had never met Drew. I had known him through a mutual friend. We were pen pals. He lived in Vancouver. I lived in Kelowna. Never met the guy. Just both happened to coincidentally, coincidentally be in Palm Springs. And I remember this. 
but I wasn't allowed to have sleepovers with boys when I was in high school. So Drew became a fucking girl. And I call my mom back and I'm like, hey, mom, sorry, I missed your call. Um, you won't believe it. So like, you know, my friend Drew and she's like, who? I'm like, you know, Drew, you know, Drew. She didn't fucking know Drew. I didn't even fucking know Drew. I'm like, you know, Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she is staying at the Hilton, the Hilton Hotel, like Paris Hilton. Like, mom, like, I've never stayed at a Hilton before. Like, can I please, please, please stay with her tonight? Me and Cassie, I'll bring the car back in the morning. And she's like, I don't know, Mick, I'll have to ask your dad. And I'm like, okay, put him on the phone. And he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to go go-karting with my friend Drew in Palm Springs and stay at the Hilton. My dad fucking loves go-karting. He's like, go-karting? Mick, sounds like a great fucking time. Go have fun. Get at her, kid. I'm like, okay, thanks, dad. Bye. Hang up the phone. Lies. It was all lies. And so... <laughs> I'm clear. I'm clear to fucking get drunk. I'm clear to fucking have the car overnight. I'm clear to stay in Palm Springs. I'm next step. Just get killed, kidnapped, pretty much is the next step in the plan. Because what the fuck are you doing, Mickey? So we pay our bills. Oh, no, sorry. I go back to the restaurant. I left the restaurant to make this phone call. So my mom couldn't hear all the commotion in the background of St. Patty's. I get back to this restaurant and this restaurant has become a nightclub, a bar. I don't know what it was, but they were checking IDs, which I did not fucking have. So I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. So I get to the front where the bouncer is and he goes, oh, hey, I recognize you. You were just in here, right? I'm like, okay, seriously, God wants me to get fucking hammered. Like, what are these cards you're playing for me? You're just pulling all these cards and I'm playing them and I'm liking them and I'm fucking here for it. So I go back inside and this little leprechaun walks by and I'm like, was that a fucking leprechaun? And he's wearing this hat and I'm being like, I need this fucking hat. So I follow him and I'm like, hi, can I have your hat? And he goes, you can dance for it. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not that kind of girl. He's like, no, like a dance off. Like I dance, you dance, let's dance off together. And I'm like, all right. So I throw a th- few moves in here, a little feed the chicken, pet the chicken, a little grocery cart shopping, you know, amateur, amateur. This guy's like a professional fucking dancer. So then I pull out the motherfucking worm and I win. He wasn't impressed by the worm but I think he was impressed by my (laughs) what is that word I'm looking for persistence I just wouldn't give up he was like you really want this two dollar dollar store hat you just about broke your vagina to do it and I'm like yeah I'm in quite a bit of pain buddy can I present the fucking hat and he's like yeah you can have the hat so I bring it back to the table. Everyone's like, yeah, woo, yeah, yeah, Mickey. Because we're all fucking lit. And they all sign the hat. I actually still have the hat to this day. It is somewhere in my room. I'm looking at the box, but I'm just, you guys can't see me. I don't know why the fuck I'm even thinking about grabbing it. You can't even fucking see me. Um, and you probably don't even care about the hat. But anyways, so now it's time to leave the bar. We go to the liquor store, blah, blah, blah. Like, Let's go back to our house. Skipping forward to the trip to their house. They forgot to mention a couple of little bit of details when we were going back to the house. 
first detail, it's not in Palm Springs. It's in 29 Palms, which is a completely different fucking city. I don't even know where that is, honestly, but I do know it's a little closer to Arizona than we were because I ended up. Anyways, so then we get to their house and they're like, we're pulling up and I'm like, where the fuck? This is like a really high end security area. And they're like, oh, yeah, we live on base camp. I'm sorry, you what? So, like, we live on a Marine base camp. Like, we are in the U.S. Army. Like, we live here. Like, we're in dorms. We need your ID in order for you girls to get on here. It's like, you can't just come on here with no ID. And we're like, yeah, but we don't have IDs. And they're like, okay, well, then get under this fucking blanket. And I'm like, okay, so this is when we die. Like, I've been waiting for it all all night. I was kind of like, okay, like, no, they were actually pretty cool. But like, is this when we die? And then finally it was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the end I see now. This is where it, this is where it all happens. So I go under the blanket and they all give their IDs or their punch passes or code, whatever the fuck they had for their army dudes to get in. And I'm like peeking my little eye out and like looking and seeing this guy like fully fucking strapped, like security. Like, there's like 10 of them. And I are being like, what the fuck am I doing right now? But did I stop doing it? course not why the fuck would I do that I was having so much fun I was wasted it was a great time it was spring break <laughs> and so we get there we'd get drunk we hang out we pass out whatever had a good time went to bed wake up in the morning and it's time to now go and this is 2012 so I had an iPhone but I didn't have like I wasn't using my G- my maps or my GPS. Like, data was insane back then. I think we all had, like, maybe 0.5 of a gig. Like, it was stupid. Especially in the States, the roaming was insane. I was not turning on anything but Wi-Fi at the house. And I remember they're like, oh, no, no. It's really, really, really simple to get out of here. All you have to do is just go left, right, left, right, left, 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 left. Turn right, turn left, then go right again. You're going to see a sign, turn left there, go right, and then keep driving straight, and you'll see your grandparents' house. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Perfect. Thanks. I'm like, I'm so good at directions. Like, I don't even need to look this up. (laughs) And then we're driving and we end up at the Arizona fucking border, which means that I went the complete opposite wrong way. And I'm like, all right, this isn't a big deal, whatever. We can just turn around. That's fine. But we have um, about 12 kilometers of gas left in this vehicle. And like I said before, it's a fucking boat. It's an eight-cylinder car. Car. What the fuck? So you think, you know, like, you have a quarter tank that'll last you under 100 kilometers or whatever. It lasted us maybe 50 in this car. It's like half the amount. So I'm driving, I'm driving, and I'm driving, and I just see this thing going down and down, and I'm coasting in neutral, and I'm taking my foot off the gas because we don't fucking have any, and I'm freaking out because I have about $14 maybe to my name at this time, and this is the thing. I was broke back then. I'm broke fucking now. Like, what's going to change? When's it going to change? But I'm driving, and the gas just all of a sudden runs out. And we're on the side of the highway, and the car is like, glug, 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 Stops. But you see, I just am fucking stupid, and I was trying to get it off the side of the road, but I 
just didn't. You know, I just kind of had it like half on the road, half off the road, like a fucking moron. So my friend Cassie has to hop out of the car and I'm in neutral and she's trying to push this fucking huge boat off the side of the car, sorry, off the side of the freeway. And I'm in the front seat like what the fuck are we gonna do at this point it's like 1 p.m the next day I've officially been gone with this vehicle for 24 hours like my parents are gonna have questions they're not just gonna be like oh she's fine like I'm sure they were fucking shitting their pants and they as they should be as they should have been so (laughs) we finally get the car off the side of the road and we're like well how are we gonna get gas I don't see anything in my eye radius around me for us to there's nothing but desert I'm like oh no okay so this is when we die okay so we thought it was last night no no those guys were the safe ones but now now we're gonna be fucked and so what do we do we put our thumbs out we start hitchhiking because why the fuck not we've already made it this far with luck up our ass so why not just fucking try it one more time so we're hitchhiking and about 20 minutes down the road of walking and hitchhiking in this 40 degree weather, sweating our titties off, a vehicle pulls over. A blacked out window SUV with two men and a baby. And I remember thinking, this is either really good or really, really bad. But what do we do? Hop on in. You got seatbelts? Perfect. Let's go, baby. So they drive us to the gas station. It's probably like 10 minutes up the road. Get to the gas station. Buy a jerry can. It's like 20 fucking dollars. I remember just being like, this is like all of our money is going to this jerry can. Like, this is the rest of our vacation money. Even though we didn't have any money where to go or anything to really see anyways. But so we get to the gas station we fill the jerry can up and these guys drive us back to the car we get to the fucking car and a cop is there with his lights on and i'm like oh great and he's like hi and he's asking all these questions like who the fuck are these guys do you girls know these guys why the fuck are you hitchhiking there's lots of questions he's like all right gentlemen thanks for your help but i will take it from here so we put our 525 worth of gas into the car and it doesn't even fucking turn over because it's a fucking boat because it's a gas guzzler it takes so much fucking gas that one jerry can won't even turn it the fuck on we were out of gas like completely like it was fuming fumes just fumes and so the cops like get in the car I'll drive you back to the gas station and we're like thank you so we get into the cops car now with our stinky ass jerry can we drive down the highway and he tried to pull some super bad shit and literally was like want to see something cool and turned his lights on and like flung down the highway as fast as he can to this gas station I got you girls and I remember thinking in my head like you're a fucking loser but also like thank you for doing this for us like see how scared everyone is i'm like yes don't do that we're terrified when you do that don't do that takes us back to the gas station we get more gas blah 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 blah. get back to the car turns on fucking on our way home get back to my grandparents house and i'm just being like oh i've never been so happy to see that house in my life we get to the house we go to our little fucking dungeon corner room and we just lay there and we're like what the fuck just fucking happened dude like seriously like that was uh, uh, it was fun as fuck we got our adventure we've been begging for i'm okay with staying at the 
country club for the next seven days and that means we're at least like not fucking getting gas on the side of the highway and running out of gas in the middle of a fucking country we don't even live in and just all relaxed so chill just have think we think we fucking made it and my dad walks into the bedroom with the most confused look look on his face holding this jerry can and i were being like oh the evidence the fucking evidence but that was twenty dollar evidence we weren't getting rid of that that was a nice fucking jerry can so i remember looking at my dad and just being like <laughs> you know what dad i was driving down the freeway and i saw that on the side of the road thought it looked like a pretty nice jerry can i thought man i would fucking suck to run out of gas in these streets so i grabbed it he's like this is a very nice jerry can make good job good job and i were being like i am a piece of fucking shit i am a lying piece of shit my parents always told me the worst thing you can do is lie and for the most part i do listen to that honestly i only ever really lied when i was in high school i've learned now that it's way harder to continue going through your web of lies and truth is the honesty this feels so much fucking better and it's way less confusing and it's as hard because you don't have to fucking remember what story you told people or what you said you were doing you just, you just say what you're actually doing then you're fucking you're not gonna confuse that up tell you that much but yeah that's my california spring break 2012 story i hope you guys all enjoyed it um this was a little bit different than the first episode so if you were a fan of the first i hope you are a fan of the second and i hope you are going to continue listening to this um like i said i am super new at this this is only episode two i am just playing around and trying to figure out what the fuck i am going to be doing on this thing so like i said please reach out to me any questions you have anything you want to hear about any topic you want me to talk about let me know and i will see what i can do going forward um if you guys could do me a huge fucking solid and subscribe and leave a rating or a comment on my podcast if you are listening on apple i do not know if spotify has that option but if it does please go forward with that too i know it's so fucking annoying and i'm not going to ask this every episode but it does really help me out with people learning more about my podcast and for people that are new to it to see some reviews would be fucking awesome I really am looking forward to this adventure with all of you and I will see you guys next Thursday.